everyone welcome back to life chats with Liv b i am Liv, and happy may when i'm recording this it is may 1st whoa <laughs> oh my god i can't believe that i this year is flying by and the thing about quarantine lately is that the days are so long they stretch an absolute eternity but the weeks go by so fast i can't believe it's friday i uploaded last week's episode on monday which was five days ago and i feel like i literally just did it this week let me tell you about this week this week i had a lot of pretty iffy bad mental health days honestly i just felt a lot this week there's quite a few days where i just kind of gave up and today also i kind of hit a wall i don't know i'm so over this i don't want to just stay at home and keep doing the same day over and over and over again anymore like i'm done and then you also come to the realization that there's nothing you can do about it and all you can do is surrender to the present moment and try and stay as positive as you can and not worry too much about the future not try and predict how long this is going to go on for not reflect on how long it's already been the only way to get through it is just to keep plugging so i did want to share three things this week that did make my week a little bit better the first one was I discovered, so you guys know I've talked about the app called Calm before. I love it. And I usually use the timer function along with the sounds. They have like rain sounds, forests, just a bunch of ambient sounds and i usually use the rain one and then use the timer function and put it on for 10 to 20 minutes and just use that for meditation and then i was just so not feeling the rain meditation (laughs) but i really felt super overwhelmed and like i said just having some some bad mental health days and so i decided that instead of doing the sounds i was going to try listening to one of the sleep stories because they have these things called sleep stories that are basically anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour of someone with a really soothing voice just reading you a story they are as amazing as they sound i found this one called the grand plan to rise and shine and i was like okay this literally sounds like something i need because it looks like a girl with her feet up in the bath and i was like okay this looks so relaxing so i decided to just put that on and listen to it in kind of a meditative way like i just laid on my bed listened to it and it was the most calming thing i've ever listened to also the girl's name in the story is olivia so that just felt totally synchronistic (laughs) ever since then i started using sleep stories um, not for meditation but when i actually go to sleep instead of laying in bed on my phone just chilling out when i'm not tired enough to go to sleep yet but we've just been going to bed so early because by 9 30 every night i'm just like all right i'm done with being awake like i just want to go to bed but usually i'm not super tired by that point so greg will read and i've just gotten into a bad habit of online shopping on my phone (laughs) for being honest so i decided this week that i was going to start listening to sleep stories and so i wanted to tell you a few of my favorites because this app you have to pay for it and i actually just my free trial just ended so i ended up paying for it and it's like stupidly expensive it's like 75 dollars canadian for the year but it does feel worth it to me because i think there's over like 300 sleep stories so that's 
pretty much enough for every day of the year basically to have a new one every day but I honestly just want to listen to the same ones over and over because the ones that I found are so good so I want to tell you my favorites because this app is free and there's a lot of free functions on it but then if you want like all the meditations and the updated brand new ones every day and stuff you have to get the premium version which is the paid one but they have a week free of premium content that you don't have to pay for so I want to tell you my favorite sleep stories so that you can listen to them during your free trial if you just want to get the trial for a week and then not listen to it anymore the first one the grand plan to rise and shine that I talked about before that one's always free whether or not you paid for it or not so I just want to play a quick little clip of it I'll just skip through for a quick sec and play you a little part of the middle but this one basically talks about this girl's night routine to prepare for the next day and it's so relaxing so I'm just gonna play the quickest little bits so that you can hear her voice and just what it kind of sounds like Wooden salt and pepper grinders flank a couple of round glass bowl according to Olivia's mood and whim. For tonight's recipe, Olivia selects a dried chamomile first. The tiny buds, recognizable as dried flowers. Deep yellow centers surrounded by thin white petals. Soon joining the chamomile, a bronze valerian root and purple lavender. Olivia pauses to survey her collection more closely, adding a final ingredient to her blend, a generous pinch of dried strawberries. Anyway, so this girl's voice is like ASMR heaven. It's so calming. Loved that. This one is probably by far the most relaxing. But then the second one I listened to is called Wonder. And the person who reads it is Matthew McConaughey. So you guys know his voice is just so gravelly but smooth at the same time. So I'll play a quick little clip of this one because I love this one. It faded to nothing. Like an ephemeral pinstroke disappearing as soon as imprinted. Zoe settled in under the blanket, a hint of anticipation stirring in her chest. Another meteor appeared, and then another, and then two tiny ones paired together. They arrived with different intensities, some short and faint, others long and bright. Oops, sorry, I just whacked the microphone. <laughs> a little too excited yeah that one's good okay and then the third one that i listened to that i really really liked is called the ocean moon by laura dern and whoa the way they describe everything in this is just so happy and like oh i love it okay i'm gonna show you this one growing darker from west to east a sprinkling of stars began to glimmer above the first of a gathering that would number in the billions and last the night to the north, a tier of clouds lined up over the horizon, giant plumes rising tall and grand, their facades lit silver by the last tinge of sunlight, like a wall of mountains floating in the sky. Maya set Ventura down on the grass, and he began to follow her across the yard. Come on, Ventura, she said. We're having a campfire. The farmhouse rested in a glen surrounded by three rambling hills. I love that one. That one's about this girl and her cat 
Ventura. Well, I think her and her brother go on a train to see the ocean moon, but I keep falling asleep before I can get to that part. <laughs> so that is the sleep stories. Absolutely love that. The next thing that really helped me this week was I... So I've tried to make quite a few healthy habits during quarantine. None of them have stuck except for this one, which is trying to drink more water. I don't know when I stopped drinking so much water. I used to be really, really good at drinking a lot of water and then I just kind of stopped having it all the time. And then when you drink less, you kind of want it less. Anyway, stopped having it. But lately I've been making a really huge effort to always have a big mason jar filled with water with me. And then in the morning, I make sure to fill it up and drink the whole thing before breakfast just to really start my day out in a in a nice hydrated way. So that's been really helpful. And then the last thing that was just really fun and nice was I finally made a playlist of all the music that I love. So I have one that's called Molasses and it's all my favorite songs, the ones that are just so chill, you can just vibe to and just feel very like not necessarily calming but kind of calming you can like dance to them they're happy so that one's called molasses and that's just named at a named after an album that i really like and then the second one is called energy and that's just more upbeat songs maybe ones you might want to work out to or just ones to kind of get you pumped up so my spotify is live beerman if you don't know how to spell beerman that's actually my last name so it's b-i-e-r-m-a-n-n -N. and you can just find it on spotify and then i also have a highlight on my instagram which is at it's live b and that highlight I think is called music and they are linked there I believe. Yeah, those are my updates. So today I am doing a Q&A episode. So I haven't done an updated Q&A in quite a while. So I decided to ask you guys to ask me some questions and I'm going to answer them today. There were actually some pretty good questions. So let's get into it. I'm not going to answer any of the ones that I've already answered in Q&As before. I feel like people ask a lot of the same stuff and I'm like, okay, well, I feel like I've answered this a million times, so I don't want to answer this one every time. We're just going to go through. These aren't in any sort of order, I don't think, but I'll start from the bottom. So the first one says, how are you liking Mad Men? Yeah, I mentioned that I started watching Mad Men. Honestly, had to stop at, I think we're in mid-season five. I just can't do it anymore. It got way too dramatic and there's just too many new people and I just, ugh, ugh. it's kind of like Suits. I loved it at the start and then by the end it just got so dramatic and like hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, kind of mad at it. I kind of just hate all the characters in it so I just gave up on that. Somebody asked, what was different with Greg compared to your old relationships that makes you so full and happy. So there's a lot of things that I could say here. <laughs> this, could, this could be a very long conversation slash therapy session, but the thing about Greg that just makes me feel so full and complete is that he doesn't judge me for anything. In my past relationship, I felt judged all the time, like for so many things, for stupid stupid things that I wanted to do like getting a tattoo or listening to a certain thing or like doing I don't know dancing a certain way wearing a certain thing taking part in a certain trend I always felt judged and I never really felt fully accepted I never really felt fully understood or heard and the thing about Greg is that we're just such similar people anything that I want to do he also wants to do or anything that 
I have done, he's already done. Like, I just always feel like we're on the same page and I never feel like he's looking at me and judging me in any sort of way. And we just fully accept each other for everything. So that makes me very, very happy. (laughs) Someone asked, do you use marijuana? Not CBD, but the THC kind. So I definitely use CBD. Um, THC, I really don't like. I have tried smoking it as well as ingesting it as well as the like sublingual oils which I guess is kind of ingesting it but it's not like edibles and yeah I don't like it it makes my mouth so dry and I know that's kind of a common thing that happens to people but I don't know how people do it all the time like it makes me so dry I cannot stand that feeling and I feel like I don't know maybe I just do too much every time I do it but I always just feel so I never feel really chill and happy and like I can function I always just feel like I'm sinking into the couch and can't get up I just prefer CBD because I still have my full brain function but it just kind of helps me relax whereas THC I'm not into it I'm not against it and especially now that it's legal um, I know a lot of people are doing it and it's totally fine but I personally do not love the feeling of it and I also find the next day after doing it I feel really low and anxious kind of the same as I do with alcohol so I also don't really drink alcohol that often. I don't get drunk ever, but I don't even really drink that often just because I hate how it makes me feel. Someone asked, how does Greg make his coffee? I feel like they asked that because I said in my podcast with Katie Conklin that he uses our blender every day to make his coffee. And then after I said that, I was like, people are probably like, what? (laughs) Uh, So he makes kind of like bullet coffee, I guess, where you just blend coffee with a fat so normal bulletproof coffee is you blend it with butter and mct oil and it's like really gross to me but he just blends in the blender hot coffee some almond milk and a little tiny bit of coconut oil and it just kind of makes it a bit more satiating and filling because he doesn't really love having breakfast these days he's kind of just more into having like a nice coffee and then later in the day we'll have a meal together i'm just all about the breakfast though i have like breakfast coffee smoothies someone asked How did you find out you're an empath and how do you deal with it? That's interesting. So, I mean, it's not really a medical diagnosis or anything. (laughs) Can you imagine? Your doctor's like, yep. Um, No, it's just that you're an empath. No, but basically I threw very, like I've gone to a therapist before, but I also went to a career counselor and I'm pretty sure the career counselor told me that I am a super feeler, which I think just means like you feel everything a lot more deeply and you feel other people's emotions a lot. I don't know how we got on that topic, but then when I was in doing therapy, I don't know if it was the time that I did it after my breakup, but anyway, they always just say you're a super empathetic person, like you really take on other people's emotions, you have a hard time dealing with things, like you're very sensitive. When I kind of was told that, I did some research and I always just googled like can't watch scary movies, can't watch people getting hurt really sensitive to super dramatic things or super sad things or whatever a lot of the time I would come up I would see the word empath coming up and so I just started looking up empath and there's basically a lot of websites I mean again they're not philosophical or medical websites but they just kind of have a type of questionnaire and it's like if you answer yes to a bunch of these you're likely an empath so it's just kind of something that you figure out on your own it doesn't necessarily mean anything it just kind of explained to me why I am the way I am I can't watch like I said even Mad Men started to be a little too hard to watch um but I can't watch anything I can't watch anything good we'll put it that way so anything on Netflix like 
Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, <laughs> any war movies, any sort of movie where there's violence, um, gore, suspense, like anything that's just makes a normal person kind of cringe, like, ugh, I cannot do it. It just, it makes me so physically uncomfortable and sticks with me for so long that it just ends up not being worth it. And there's a lot of other kind of small things about empaths, like you're really sensitive to loud noises and I guess being in large crowds like it's not that you feel claustrophobic or that you're scared of large crowds you just kind of feel like the energy when you're in a large crowd is a lot to handle and you can't just kind of remove yourself from it so stuff like that I also really related to and so that's kind of how I quote-unquote found out but again it's not like a, a real diagnosis or anything but it's just kind of a way to explain why I am the way I am somebody said are you comfy with the following you have now or would you like to be a bit more famous <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable with the following I have now I feel like when you get more people watching you also get more criticism and you just have so much more to deal with on that side of things and I just I'm so grateful for all the people who follow me on my platforms now and care what I have to say. So I'm really happy with all you guys. I appreciate you so much. Someone asked, how's your current mental health? Are you doing anything specific right now to work on yourself? I feel like I already answered that <laughs> at the start of this. That is the update. Someone said, not a question, but your podcast is keeping me sane through this pandemic. That is very cute. Someone else said, where do you want to travel next once quarantine is over? So Greg and I were actually supposed to go to the Dominican Republic uh, today. <laughs> we had a trip planned. So definitely somewhere warm I would want to travel. If it's like an international type of thing, yeah, I would want to go to California or Dominican Republic or maybe like a West Coast road trip. What's your go-to drink and or what kind of wine do you like? So when I drink wine, which I do really like wine, I like a Moscato. I really like sweet wines. I do not at all like a dry wine, but wine is wine. And if somebody offers me some white wine, I'll drink it. I'm not picky. But my go-to drink lately has just been the Bailey's drink. So vegan Bailey's, oat milk, and a little bit of hazelnut creamer but I haven't opened my new bottle of Bailey's and I don't really I'm just not into drinking right now I kind of was at the start of quarantine but now I'm like okay I really can't be having a drink every day if we're going to be stuck inside for like six months so <laughs> had to curb that a little bit what's your biggest advice for someone who wants to work online for a living love you oh love you well I have a course on starting a YouTube channel coming out in a month but if you don't want to do like YouTube social media stuff, then that might not be helpful. But honestly, you just have to figure out what you're excited about and what you actually like to do because the chances that you're going to make a career out of something or make a job for yourself out of something that you don't like, but you're kind of forcing yourself to do just to make it work probably is very slim. So if there's something that you really love, it's a little bit easier because a lot of people are very passionate about it. My biggest advice is just to find something you really like and just find ways to make it work that's kind of what I did I didn't exactly anticipate all of the things that I've started doing now but at the start I just kind of went with what my gut told me and what I was passionate about and it led me here what are your favorite baby names Ooh, 
I have a list. Okay, I'll read a few of the names that I like really love that I don't actually see myself using because they're a bit out there. But I love the name Fawn for a girl. I think it's so pretty. F-A-W-N. I also heard the name Florabella, which is such a weird name, but also I find it so pretty. And then you can call them Bella. I love the sound of that. And I also really like the name Mabel. I actually think I might, I might use Mabel as like a middle name because my great aunt's best friend or someone I knew was named Mabel. Anyway, love that name. And then for boys, I really like the name Oxford and I like the name Brooks and I really like the name Harry. I think they're all very cute, but I won't tell you the girl names that I like because I'm definitely going to have a girl. Uh, I'm just manifesting it so hard. I really, really want to have a girl and I have so many girl names that I really love. Oh, also I love the name Rosalie. That's my grandmother's, well, it was my grandmother's name. And I've always loved that name. It's so pretty. And I know the person from Twilight is named Rosalie, but like whatever. (laughs) Can't just not use it because it was in Twilight, you know? Okay, someone asked, how tall are you? And I posted it on my story. I'm 5'4". And I got so many people being like, what the fuck? I thought you were so tall. And I was like, where? Like, I do not look tall in any of my stuff. I'm a little short thing. Any picture that I've ever posted with anyone, I'm always the shorter person. But anyway, favorite meal. Ooh, my favorite meal lately has been pizza. Is pizza a meal? I guess it kind of is. Or rice noodles with bok choy. I'm so obsessed with bok choy. I can't. I can't get over it. Like, the obsession hasn't passed. (laughs) Are you planning on getting married? Yes, I am. Ooh, someone asked, have you ever experienced something you couldn't explain? If you listened to last week's episode, then you will have heard me trying to explain what the fuck a spiritual awakening is and what it was like. So yeah, that was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced and I still can't explain it and I want it to happen again. I like loved it. Do you think that you'll change the way you choose clothes after no trash talk? Oh, yeah. So I'm so into fashion now. I don't know if it's quarantine that's doing it or just being on social media more or whatever, but I've gotten so interested in fashion and trends and just seeing what people are wearing and trying to like make my own outfits a little bit more exciting and just really embracing the colors of the season or whatever I think it's so fun but after doing no trash talk I'm trying my best to have a love for fashion but in a more ethical way what I'm doing basically is at first at the start of the year I wanted to do all secondhand shopping but that kind of fell off the rails especially when quarantine started and thrift stores closed so What I'm kind of doing now is if there is something that I want to buy new, I just try and get it from a place that's a lot better environmentally. So like I wanted a pair of sweat shorts and I got them from a store called Reformation, which you guys can look it up. You can look on their website. They have, I'm pretty sure they're like carbon neutral and they have so many amazing processes and things that they do sustainability wise. I'm not going to try and quote them right now because I can't even remember. But when I was reading it, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Also at Aritzia, because Aritzia is like my favorite clothing store, my favorite brand. They are actually doing quite a lot with 
sustainability. They have their own brand of denim that they're using all organic cotton for and they're using a ton less water and they're doing a lot of things with their own brands sustainability wise and they're also sourcing some fibers that are made of wood and they're just do like they're using some recycled polyester and stuff so they're definitely trying to improve and I've kind of been monitoring what they're doing and reading their updates because I really love their brand and their clothes are such amazing quality and everything that I've gotten from there in the past has lasted so long and I definitely feel better about buying from companies where I just love the pieces so much and they actually last because that means there's less of a chance they're going to end up in a landfill whereas compared to Forever 21 or all of those fast fashion brands like Fashion Nova and stuff the clothes are such shitty quality you buy it you wear it once and you throw it out so I just I'm so not about that life anymore I don't buy from places that are crappy quality just because I want something cheap. If I do want something, I'm okay to spend extra on it for a good quality thing that I know is going to last me. So that's kind of where I am right now. Obviously, when thrift stores open up again, I'm going to have much more of an effort on secondhand shopping, but I hope that answers your question. Somebody said, were you vegan when you lived with your parents and how did you manage to cook? So I feel like I've kind of talked about this a bit, but yes, I went vegan when I was with my parents. They didn't love it. I lived with them for a couple years when I was vegan and I just cooked all my own food. I kind of just cooked on the off times when they weren't cooking. And if they were making a meal that was had, you know, a few components that were vegan, then I would eat that or I would cook them a meal. So it kind of just worked itself out. It really wasn't a big issue. What are you reading? I need a new good book. Oh, I'm not reading anything. I am so resistant to reading lately I don't know what it is Greg's read like fucking five books in quarantine and I literally just can't do it but anytime I read something on a page like if when I was doing my law of attraction research for that episode I was reading that book and kind of scanning through it and I love reading and every time I read something on paper it makes me so happy but then when I have free time I'm like oh I should read and then I never do it so I'm not reading anything right now and I'm not impressed with myself <laughs> what is your least favorite vegetable Ooh, i feel like i've pretty much come to at least tolerate every vegetable except pickles dill pickles oh can't do it what is your thoughts on legalized marijuana I didn't really have any it was just weird when they legalized it here like when they started selling it in stores it was so weird because for so long especially when I was in school the government said that marijuana was so so bad and all the kids who were doing it I was just like oh my god they're so bad and then they're like oh just kidding like we sell it now and I was it kind of felt like a trick. I don't know. I think when it went became legal, I got, Greg and I got like a, a sublingual spray and like it was kind of fun at first, but now I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It's just whatever. I like that CBD is super easy to get now though. That's a really good benefit of it being legal. Can you imagine yourself marrying your boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> I feel like at this age, why even be with someone and put up with them if you're not gonna eventually marry them i don't know <laughs> any favorite skincare okay so my favorite mask right now is the olay henriksen fat glow facial amazing like so good i have rosacea so i'm always looking for things that are going to improve the texture of my skin without irritating it and that one helps so much i really love osea malibu they have pretty good sustainability factor like th their stuff comes in glass bottles oh and i like the ordinary a lot they're also in glass bottles and they're very cheap i have been using their rosehip seed oil with a face roller and it's amazing what do you miss most during quarantine uh i just miss 
the ability to, when you're feeling lonely, just have people over or go to your friend's house or your family's house. Like we go over to my parents' house quite a lot. Well, we used to (laughs) and just have barbecues or like hang out. And it was just something to do. And now it's like, okay, well now what? Like most of the day, we're doing stuff and then as soon as we have downtime it's like well not that I don't love Greg and not that we you know miss so many people we don't have that many friends but the couple friends that we do have I do miss them a lot how much time do you spend in the kitchen per day on average uh I don't know like half the day (laughs) well our kitchen's attached to our living room and whenever we're watching something I'm usually just standing in the kitchen half snacking half debating making cookies half wanting more dinner half wanting another coffee like I'm always just kind of in there the kitchen is my happy place so if I'm not actually cooking or filming I'm usually just standing there for no reason would you bring your children up vegan yes I've been vegan for so long it's like I don't buy non-vegan stuff so I can't imagine buying it just for my child it's kind of like if you're not vegan and then you just randomly brought your child up vegan it would seem so weird us both being vegan for this long it's like if we brought our child up not vegan it would be like wait what (laughs) um I know lots of people have opinions on that but honestly I've just been vegan for so long and it's worked so well for me and obviously I'm gonna have my child's best interest in mind and I'm gonna make sure they're healthy just as you would with any other child and reassess their diet if ever necessary but yeah I would definitely bring my child up vegan for sure favorite part about Nova Scotia Ooh, my favorite thing about Nova Scotia is how you're just surrounded by water like it's basically an island except for one little part that's connected to New Brunswick so I love that no matter where we go we can see water and that's something I really missed when we went to Alberta I was like whoa I feel very claustrophobic here so I live in Bedford Bedford's kind of like almost around surrounds a little inlet of water so it's like a little basin and so no matter where you go in Bedford you're just always driving by water and it's amazing what special things do you do with Greg to quote-unquote keep the spark alive just the usual stuff I guess (laughs) we don't really do anything special I mean when quarantine's not happening we'll go out for a nice dinner or we'll like get dressed up and go out somewhere nice but I don't really like we don't there's nothing really that we have to do to keep the spark alive that being said it's not like we've been married for 30 years so we've only been together for like a year and a bit now or a couple years I don't know how long it's been (laughs) we don't really have any problems with that we spend pretty much 24 7 together so we're just very used to being around each other and sorry that's not a very exciting answer but someone asked are you religious um no I do not follow any sort of organized religion and I also never went to well okay I've been to church a couple times with friends but my family never went to church, but I do consider myself a spiritual person. I just don't follow any specific religion. How old are you? By the way, love you from Israel. I love you too. Uh, I am 25 and a half years old. If you weren't a YouTuber, food blogger, what do you think you would do? Oh, I think I've answered this before. I think that I would work in publishing. Or I would do PR for a company and work with influencers because my degree is in public relations communication so I'm sure I would do something along those lines someone asked what my weight is (laughs) what a weird question I honestly don't know I don't weigh myself I don't have a scale I don't really have any way to check my weight unless I were to go by a scale but I think one time my grandma has a scale so I think like last summer when I was peeing at her house 
I just stepped on the scale and I think it said like 140 something, 144, I think. I don't know. Weight just means nothing to me because you can't really tell someone's weight if they have muscle versus more fat or whatever. I'll never forget when I was in grade 10, we had this class called PAL, which is physically active living. And we did this thing where you basically hold out this machine and you put your hands on it. And it's supposed to tell you how much body fat you have, which how the fuck does that work? Like there's no way that that's accurate. You're literally just holding onto it with your hands and it's telling you how much body fat you have. So anyway, it told me that my body fat percent was like 23% or something. And then my teacher, who's just like this old guy, was like, oh yeah, you should probably try and get that down to like below 21. And I was so shook. I was like, did this man just tell me to lose weight? Like what the fuck? I knew there's a reason I hated gym class. And also last week, someone told me that it looked like I gained weight. So that's cool. But I'm just really tired of people commenting on people's weight. Like it's so unnecessary. There's so many people who are very self-conscious about their weight, which first of all, you shouldn't be. But also, I don't know what people's fixation with is on weight. Like you can have two people who weigh 150 pounds and one of them could look very fit and one could look very unhealthy. And it's all just about weight distribution and the amount of muscle you have. And I don't think it means anything and it fluctuates a lot. So tips for beginner bakers and is your oven electric or gas? Uh, it's definitely electric. My biggest tip is just to read a recipe all the way through before you do it because there's so many times that I even as someone who's a more advanced baker where I go to read a recipe and I'm just like okay whatever I'll just like skim it and then start and then halfway through you realize that it's either a gonna take like two days longer than you expected b there's something that you don't have because it wasn't in the ingredients list or c it's just way more complicated and you don't have the equipment for it so always 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 read a recipe all the way through before you attempt it and you'll see that it will make you a much better baker <laughs> What CBD do you use and what benefits have you noticed? I have used so many different types of CBD. I've ordered it from CBD Online Canada, from Feel CBD, and then I also get it from the liquor store. And I don't really, there's not really any long-term benefits. The only benefits that I really notice are uh, feeling like I can breathe better. Like I don't have this heavy weight on my chest. Feeling like if I have that kind of stomach drop feeling, you know, when you're going on a roller coaster and you're going down a hill and your stomach drops. Sometimes I just get that throughout the day when I'm nervous or anxious, and I don't get that when I have CBD. Like, it just kind of entirely calms my nervous system, and it makes you feel so relaxed. It makes your body all, like, loosey-goosey, and it's amazing. Also, for if you're on your period and you have cramps, or if you just have any sort of pain, it's amazing. That being said, if it's not legal where you live, don't try to obtain it, but if it is legal, I highly recommend <laughs> Your hair is so beautiful. Do you have any vegan supplements or have food tips for healthy hair? My only tip for that is just to make sure you're eating enough calories, enough fat, and enough protein. Like just make sure you're eating enough in general and that you're getting all the vitamins you need. I don't think that hair supplements hurt, but I don't necessarily know if they do that much. I think a lot of hair is genetics. A lot of factors about hair is genetics, I guess, because for example, my sister and I have a very similar diet. We look very similar. We're literally basically the same person, but my hair is so thick and coarse and frizzy and hers is smooth and thin and straight. And that's just genetics. Like I got my hair from my dad and she got it from my mom. And no matter what we do, there isn't really anything we can do to change it that much. So just know that a lot of it is genetic. I did get extensions recently, <laughs> clip-in extensions, and they make your hair 
look real good, real thick, real healthy. So you can always just cheat and get extensions. Lots of people have them apparently. I didn't know that. I don't actually wear mine right now though. Um, I haven't been wearing them because they don't quite match my hair. So I need to get my hairdresser to blend them so that when I put them in, they actually mesh well with my hair. When you first started on YouTube, did you ever expect to be as successful as you are? Definitely not, but I did have this small feeling that it was just going to work out like I was gonna make it work somehow and I always talked about it not like if my YouTube takes off but when it takes off so I think that definitely was part of it like I was just very confident in the fact that I knew I could do it I just wanted to do whatever it took to make it work but no I I obviously couldn't expect to have over half a million subscribers that's crazy <laughs> someone asked do you like living in Halifax and would you recommend it so I do really like Halifax it's very small. It's a university city, so there's a lot, a lot, a lot of young people, and so it's very hip, and there's a lot of really cool, like, hipster type of restaurants. And I would recommend it. Everyone here is really nice and, you know, on the younger side, and it's way more affordable for housing, but there's definitely some downsides too, but yes, I would definitely recommend it. Can you tell me what brand your pink sweatshirt is? It's super cute. It is Aritzia. Do you like the Dyson Airwrap? Notice you used it in a story. Yes. So I got the Dyson Airwrap. Okay, guys, this is the most stupidly expensive thing ever. Okay, so expensive, but I made enough money on my Poshmark to pay for this. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm running a business here. I'm going to invest in the thing that I want most for my hair because for the longest time, I have struggled with my thick, frizzy hair and I always had to use heat on it. I cannot let my hair dry naturally. It doesn't have a pretty wave pattern or a pretty curl pattern. It's just a big puff ball. Like it's not curly. It's not wavy. It's not straight. It's not anything. It's just big. It's just frizzy. Okay. <laughs> we hate her when she's not styled. I'm so self-conscious about my natural hair and I've never been able to get it right to just let it air dry and not have it look like trash. Okay. And even when I blow dry it, it gets so huge and so poofy and I just have so much of it it's just been the biggest struggle for me like I would normally have to let my hair air dry all day usually it would still be wet by the next day and then I'd have to finish drying it and then tame it with like really high heat so I did a ton of research about the Dyson Airwrap. I saw all of the terrible reviews that it got on YouTube. I saw some really great reviews it got. And I was just like, you know what? I still believe that this is going to be really helpful for my hair. So I got it. I couldn't be happier with it. I definitely want to do a few tutorials because I feel like everyone just kind of jumped on the hating the Dyson Airwrap bandwagon on YouTube. Like they just wanted to hate it because it's so expensive. And a lot of people didn't even know how to properly use it or didn't even know what it was for. There's definitely a lot of misconceptions about it. And I honestly feel bad for Dyson because a lot of huge YouTubers were just dragging it for no reason. Well, okay, the reason was they didn't know how to use it properly. So that's entirely their fault. And it's been a huge game changer for me. My hair honestly feels healthier since I started using it because I haven't used heat on it in like three weeks and my hair has been looking so good. The smoothing brush that comes with it is the only thing that I have found blow dryer wise that can take my hair from wet 
to dry and have it be straight and sleek and smooth. Like normally I have to blow dry my hair and then straighten it with a lot of heat. And this smoothing brush basically dries your hair and straightens it at the same time without damaging it at all. So I'm obsessed. I turned this into a big deep thing, but when you've gone 25 years hating your natural hair and then you have, you find a tool that just kind of tames it from wet to dry in like 20 minutes or less and it looks amazing and it looks like you went to a salon and got a $50 blowout. Sign me up, man. I'm into it. How do you find a work-life balance? Um, I don't. <laughs> if anybody knows how to find work-life balance, please let me know. I basically just work all the time. I have no hours. I have no work-life boundaries. If it's Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m., I'll be working on something. If it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday... Monday, Thursday, 10 p.m. on a Thursday, don't care. I'm working and I don't even overwork myself. Well, I don't anymore. Ever since I got severely burnt out, I cut back a lot on the amount of shit that I was just working on, but I still don't have work-life boundaries, I would say. Like I need to work on it big time. <laughs> I think once I have kids, it will definitely help because now it's just kind of like I don't have any reason not to work whenever I want to, so where did you get the sandals that you're wearing? Okay, so many questions about these sandals. If you've seen them on my Instagram, they're like black strappy kind of platformy sandals. They're so cute. They're vegan. I'm so obsessed with them. They're from Call It Spring, who is a store. If you guys know what Aldo is, they basically own Call It Spring, which is like cheaper little sister version of Aldo. And they recently went fully vegan. So all of their stuff that looks like leather or suede or whatever is all vegan. Uh, the sandals are so comfortable and they are 40% off. So I think I ended up getting them for less than $30, which is insane. Okay. And then there's a few other questions about cameras that I use and equipment and stuff about YouTube. I fully go into detail about this in my YouTube course. So I'm not going to do a bunch of questions on this. Maybe if I when the course gets closer to launching, I'll do kind of a YouTube Q&A, but for right now, I'm just not going to answer those ones because I've been talking about that all week while I was filming my course. So let's just do the last one. Are you spiritual? Yes, I would say I definitely am. I fully believe in the universe, higher power. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in what you put out, you receive back and all of that. If you listen to my last episode, then you'll probably get more insight into that. But yes, definitely fully spiritual. But like I said, not religious. Uh, Yeah, so I hope that this was interesting for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I definitely hope you check out Sleep Stories on Calm and that you drink more water and that you check out my playlist because all of those things made my week a little bit better. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you have a great week ahead. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>